Thank you for tuning in to the Life of KG podcast. We are all about helping you guys in the beauty industry. Whether you're starting out in this industry or been in the business for years, we want to motivate you, educate you, and support you to grow. Enjoy the show. Welcome back everyone to a life of KG. I hope you're all doing well as I am recording this. It's really hot and lovely and sunny outside and doesn't it make such a difference to everyone's moods? Anyway, today I have had an interview with Leslie Evans from Salon Genie. Now I come across Salon Genie online and I just wanted to know more about what they offered and what they did for salons. And they basically are like a call answering system for salons so we never ever miss a phone call again. I want you to know that I'm not affiliated with them whatsoever. I just wanted to know more information and I thought that that would be really good to do on a podcast so it helps you guys out as well. Might you guys might want some more information or it might be what you've been searching for. So hopefully it will help a lot of you. If any of you are interested, then just quote Katie and they will be able to give you a cheeky discount if it was something that you did want to sign up for. But like I said, I'm not affiliated in any way. They haven't paid for any advertising space. I was just really interested in the company and their brand and everything they stood for. So without further ado, here is Leslie. Leslie, thank you so much for coming on The Life of KG. Thank you so much for having me, Katie. You're welcome. I'm really, really excited for this episode and to show salons like other ways of working. So it's going to be really, really interesting. But first of all, can you tell everyone who you are and what you do? Yes, of course. Um, so I'm Leslie Baker Evans. I've just recently become a Baker Evans. I got married a couple of weeks ago, finally. <laughs> um, and I am the business development manager at the Salon Genie. And essentially what I do is I speak with salon owners all across the UK. So from right down south up to as north as you can possibly get um, about their salons and what's kind of the pain points, what's irritating them, what they need help with, and how the office genie and the salon genie can make that better for them, you know, so what wishes can we essentially grant to um, help them in the day to day and that's my that's my job is to find out what we can do for them. I love that and I love that you just called that wishes and genie it all goes into one doesn't it that's so cool (laughs) so tell us about salon genie then what is salon genie all about how does it work for salon owners okay so the salon genie was um born from um the office genie and essentially how the company was born was because we found a gap where businesses knew in-house exactly how to run their business, how to look after their customers when they're in the building. Um, But we found that there was a drop-off where calls weren't answered because notoriously these companies within the the health and beauty industry are so busy in-house. You know, they're looking after guests, they're in treatments, um, hair dryers are going, somebody's putting foils on, and it's it's a very, very hands-on, very busy environment. And what we found was a lot of um, hair and beauty salons 
weren't able to answer their phone. Um, so we set up this business to be able to um, support them with that avenue of the business so that they made sure that every single phone call was answered because we always look at it from the customer's point of view. So it's all about the customer's experience and the customer journey. And of course, Katie, that doesn't begin when the, guest, when the guest walks into the salon. It begins way before that, from when they're making their first phone call. That's when they start building their first impressions of the company. And it's at that very, very important point that we need to make sure that all calls are answered. And it's not necessarily the fault of anybody in the salon. It's just, it's a busy environment and we know that. So what can we do to help them with that? Definitely. And I love that. And one of the things that I coach salons all the time, and it's actually amazing the amount of people that don't when I'm like, well, you can't let the phone just ring out like you have to answer it. Like yeah. somehow they need to be able to manage that, whether that is going with someone like your company or whether that's having a receptionist or whether the staff come out of treatments to be able to pick up the phone. And I always just pull it back, like imagine like when you're going to book a restaurant or book your hair appointment or book your nails and you're trying to get through and no one's answering. One, it just looks highly unprofessional. And secondly, you just lose business because they will just go elsewhere to be able to someone to pick up the phone and answer their question. And what we know already is that 70%, we've done the research, 70% of people who are new business who have never been to you before, if they don't get hold of you, they won't leave a message. What they'll do is they, you know, they've, they've likely been onto Facebook and asked for recommendations from a friend of a new salon, or they've been online and they've gone down the list of Google listings. Um, and if they, they, they'll just go down to the next company, go to the next recommendation until somebody answers. And actually the person that, get, that they get through to could be charging three times as much. But for the sheer fact that that person's actually answered the phone, they will give them their business. Definitely. And that's such a good fact. And for people to realise that, because I don't think a lot of people do. They think, oh, that's fine. They'll leave a voicemail. I can call them back after the treatment. But you're just going to miss so much business doing it that way. And I do understand there is an element, especially with the health and beauty industry, there is an element of loyal customers, that loyal customers know that you're busy, so they might be um, a little bit more forgiving because they know the setup in-house, or they might have a mobile number of, of you know, the, the owner of the salon, and she says, you know, just drop me a text if you want an appointment. So there, there is that caveat, and we understand that. But really what we're trying to reach, especially over the last 16 months of COVID, we've had salons opening and shutting and opening and shutting. And a lot of salon owners are now trying to regain some of that lost business. Um, and they're doing a lot of marketing, you know, on, on social platforms to try and get that business. And it's about then managing that you've got somebody to respond to those people that are calling up that you're so desperately trying to get into your salon. Definitely. And I would say for salon owners, Front of house is such a big outgoing that a lot of salon owners can't really justify because they they see the therapists or the hairdressers in, in the salons and they can see, okay, I pay this person this much money, but the return in investment is this much money. So they're always making their wages back plus obviously more. And then they see a receptionist and they think, well, they're just picking up the phones. They're just doing a bit of front of house. They're not bringing me extra money in. Um, I think very differently, but that's what obviously a lot of people do feel because they're so used to staff members bringing in money that they can physically see. So it's such a high expense, but what does Salon Genie 
being what are the benefits to being with Salon Genie to not having a receptionist and going with someone like that instead? Okay, so um, again, some of the salons I've spoken with have a front of house already um, in 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 the salon and, and they're looking after their calls. And I do come up against this quite often where they'll say, but I've got a receptionist already and they and they take the calls. Um, that's absolutely fine. But what we need to try and to consider is again, from the customer's experience is when the phone rings and the receptionist answers that phone, two or three people might try and phone in, in that space of time where the receptionist is already on a call with somebody. And other, is that new business? Is that is that loyal customers? What happens to those calls when the receptionist is on the phone? Do they get a voicemail because that's a no-no? Or does it just ring out or is it an engaged tone and then they hang up? Um, so having a receptionist in-house is great, but it's one person and one person can only do so much. Some of these receptionists might be part-time um, in which case, when they're not in-house, who looks after those calls then? The receptionist might be on holiday. They might phone up sick. They might not be able to work weekends. They might be on maternity, le uh, maternity leave or they might leave the salon. They might hand in their resignation. And then it's the joys of recruiting and trying to look for somebody that's suitable for your setup that's going to work well with you and the guests that you have. So the benefits of having somebody like the Salon Genie or a company that does this kind of service instead is that, yes, you're paying an, a, a, a monthly sum, but you're not just getting one person that might phone in sick, that might go on maternity leave, that might go on holiday, that you then have to find cover for. You're getting at least, at very least, four genies looking after your calls. So those four genies can take multiple calls. One, three genies can be on the, on the phone for your salon at any one given time. And what we're doing, the aim of what we're doing is to try and fill up the columns of the stylists and therapists in, these, um, in the salons, because it's that generating money. We're trying to generate money by filling those slots, by keeping the stylists and therapists in-house busy, so that they don't have to try and manage the, that for them. Um, another thing that we would do is if a therapist or a stylist phones in sick, who phones those guests back to let them know that, you know, this person's sick and we need to rearrange. So we will do that for them as well. We will, you know, rearrange those, those appointments so that when they do come back, they can either be seen by somebody else sooner or we can rearrange it to the following day or whenever that person's likely to come back into the salon as well. So it's about reassuring that you've constantly got 100% of your phone calls answered. And that's not a voicemail, that's actually speaking to a human being. Mm. We are able to manage the, the diaries. I said we do bookings already. So whichever software system it is that our salon clients use, whether it's something like Salon IQ, Shortcuts, Forest, Timely, Zanotti, there are hundreds out there. We can actually, we're trained on these systems. We already use them and we can then log in externally into that system and take their guests through the booking, um, whether they need to book a patch test beforehand, paying their deposits. A lot of salons are taking that deposit payments at the moment. So essentially there isn't a need for anybody in the salon to phone them back. We're doing it all for them. And then all they need to do is just go to work each day, see what's in the diaries and crack on. Well, that's actually incredible that Salon Genie have created something like this because I, I just think it's absolutely amazing. But when someone, say like I'm to call as a client to a salon and obviously Salon Genie answering, 
is it um, salesy? Would the customer know that it's going to a call center as such? They have absolutely no idea. With every company that we look after, we emulate their brand. Um, we always, we have quite a, um, an in-depth onboarding process where we find out, you know, what kind of guests do you have? Are you based in Kensington and London? Are you a high street salon? It differs in how we sort of speak with the guests in that sense. Um, are you sort of multiple salons? Do you have three or four? Um, we need to know where they all are so that we can manage the calls correctly when they come in um so yeah it's it, it's it's i forgot what the question now i've rambled on oh, oh, i'm busy listening i've forgotten <laughs> oh, does it feel like a call center when the when that's right no absolutely not so very often we've had um our our clients get back in touch with us saying um that they have no idea that they're speaking with somebody outsourced. We never answer the phone saying good morning, good afternoon. Salon Genie is always the company's name. And more often than not, we'll have a salon's guest say to us, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing you on Saturday when I come in. They believe that we are part of the team and that's exactly what we want them to believe. We are an extension of the businesses that we support. Unless of course the salon has decided that they're going to tell their guests that they've outsourced, that's up to them, but we never say so even if we're, even if we're asked. So if um, a customer called and said, oh, I'm going to be five minutes late, blah, 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 would Salon Genie then call the salon to let them know? Manage that, yes, we would manage that. Um, in some cases, we can either update the booking system to let the person in-house know that that person is going to be five minutes late. We can make an outbound call to the person, uh, to somebody in-house and let them know you've got a client coming in at two o'clock. They've just said that they're running a bit late. So we can manage that, of course. And likewise, if somebody's lost, if they're, if they're coming for the first time and they've never been to the salon and they need some directions, we can also direct them to the salon as well. Even though we're not sitting there, we've learned enough about where they're based, what's around you, sort of the key points of interest and things like that. So, you know, you, there's a clock tower there. If you've seen that, you've gone too far, turn around and you know we can kind of guide them wow that's so good so obviously i guess a lot of people's worries doing something like salon genie would be the fact well we know our business inside out we know timings of treatments we know how long we need for a certain client if it's a difficult client that they need longer etc like and i think as business owners and i'm sure many people watching and listening this would admit that we're we're very control freaks. We like to know every single thing that's going on within the business. Obviously, you said that there is a big onboarding process when you first take a salon on. Um, but what what would you say to that? It's you know you're, you're so right, and I find this specifically with the the health and beauty industry is the salons that these men and women have built up are, it's their baby it's their bread and butter it's it's something that they're super passionate about and only they know everything that goes on with this so to try and relinquish some of that control as it were um is i i get it it's it's a big it's a big ask for some salons um and obviously there, there were those little nuances that you know that um, Leslie's coming in for a hair appointment today. She's got extremely thick hair. You're going to need a double slot to be able to you know, fill her head with foils um, and then toners after that. So she's going to need at least three hours in the salon, but would somebody in the salon genie know that? And yes, we would, we would know that. So 
we there are the standard times you know 45 minutes half an hour an hour for x y and z so we the, we know those standard times but what we do as well with our salon owners and um we maintain this two-way communication that if we book someone in our our client gets on the phone with us and says this person she's got super thick hair she's going to need a double slot that then gets programmed onto our system or this person's got very short fine hair i know we say we do it in 45 minutes but actually i can see her in half an hour that then goes onto our system we are as good as our clients want for us to be and the more information we have from them of these little intricacies that vary between salon to salon all gets logged onto our system so that when leslie phones again there's a note under leslie's name really long thick hair need to double appointments we can then do that and we can manage that for them on the phone as well well i can't wait to come up to the offices and see everything i can't wait to have you it's going to be so lovely to see our setup yeah definitely i can't wait i'm just so intrigued by the whole thing and i just think actually i think i think a lot of people think that we're a massive outfit Mm. but we're not there are some competitors out there that are caused very much sort of a um a, your, your your quintessential core answering outfit where there's rows and rows of people at desks all with their headsets on and they're just taking calls non-stop all day um and with that i think you lose a bit of the um the personal touch don't you mm -hmm. um now jackie frost the founder of salon genie and the office genie has kept the team purposefully smaller um because the kind of clients that we look after when their customers phone us and they they customers that phone more than just once especially with the hair and you know hair and beauty industry they're going to phone sort of every four six weeks etc we want them to speak to somebody they've previously spoken with before because that just further embeds that that feeling that we are part of the team. Um, so when they phone and they speak with Fiona, the next time they phone and Fiona will answer and they'll, be like, they'll, they'll have a bit of a catch up, you know? So it just kind of builds that rapport as well. Yeah, I guess it's exactly like having someone front of house, isn't it? By the time you've trained someone up front of house, it's actually the same like with you guys. And then if you're always answering the phone, you're gonna build up that rapport, like you said, and get to know that client. So. And we do have our salon owners mystery shoppers and actually we might be slightly different in the sense we encourage them to mystery shop us um especially with that kind of industry we've already said there is that element of control that you're relinquishing you want to know is your money being well spent absolutely give us a call mystery shoppers or get your friends to mystery shoppers and see what it's like um so that you know and if you can if you can see that it's, you know, it feels very natural, it feels personal, it feels real, then that's great. And I mean, and there's been many times where I've been trying to phone a salon and I phone their landline and the salon genie's answered and I've not known, I've not known. And then it's only then I've said later on, I've said, who is this? Is this the salon genie? And they've gone, yes, it is. And I'm like, it's Leslie. <laughs> I've not had a clue. So, and if I don't know, then yeah. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. So obviously this ties in a lot with customer service, which I wanted to touch on today. Um, obviously customer service is huge when it comes to any business, let alone salons or if they're mobile or self-employed or whatever that is. What are your top tips to excel in customer service? Always, always make it about the customer and it goes to such fine details i think you know we we do customer service training with a lady by the name of marie cross she does first impressions training and she's very very well known in the uk um and there are these 
I suppose hidden messages that somebody who's not done real customer service training would know. Um, yeah. So right down to the words that you use, things like can't, don't, won't, unavailable, away, you know, they, they come with um, sort of quite a negative um, load behind them. So it goes right down to the very words that we're using to speak with our customers on, on the phones when they phone through because it's all about the most positive experience that they've received. So another thing that we do um, at the Salon Genie and at the Office Genie is we emulate Disney's customer experience. So when one visits Disney World in the, in the States, um, when they meet Cinderella, she emulates every part of Cinderella, her voice, her tone, her name, the way she moves, um, so that it's giving that customer a real authentic experience. And that's why they pay that money because it's a good, it's, it's a brilliant place to visit. And we do that as well. We emulate what we're trying to be. So when we're in a salon, we emulate that entire salon because it's all for the experience um, that the customer hears over the phone. Um, they will hear a smile, they'll hear a laugh um, and it makes them feel good. So it's all about right down to how are you saying, what are you saying to your customers over the phone? Because it makes such a massive impact and we have to, we have to propel that even more on the phone because you only have that one sense. You've just got your ears and that's why you have to really utilize that when on the phone with the customer. When they're in the salon as well, you know, nothing is too much for your customer. These are the people that are paying your wages and paying your bills and putting, putting money in your account. So it is all about them. There is nothing that is too big an ask for your customers and that's how it should be. Yeah, definitely. I love that. And obviously right now, obviously we've come out of COVID. We've been going a few months now again. People are extremely busy when they first come back people are starting to see a slight die-off at the moment with white spaces and gaps in the diaries. Yeah. And some channels, not all, but some channels have been panicking about that and thinking, okay, well, where am I going? How am I going to fill these white spaces up? Or some salons have started to take on apprentices or um, new staff members and obviously then need to start filling them up. Do you have any tips to how to fill up columns if there is white space? You know, at this stage and right through COVID and everything, we were looking at the nuts and bolts of each business because essentially when you strip when you strip the industry away and you look at the business, the nuts and bolts, what are the two most important things within your business? The first one is always, always marketing. Um, so if you are quietening down and you have your blank spaces on your calendars, market them. Go out onto Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, wherever you get your most followers and market it. We have free spaces, etc. Um, give us a call. If you are with somebody like the Salon Genie, contact us, let us know, because it could be that for a number of salons, it could be that there's a wait list. We can phone these people for you and get them booked in and fill up those columns as well, because these are things that kind of fall by the wayside in-house because you have been busy the file of the waiting list has maybe been forgotten, um, which is nobody's fault. It's just the nature of the game. Mm -hmm. So we can phone these people back. But what I would suggest is it's always reverting back to marketing and then sales, bringing those people in. So if you have a space, create, create, create a quick post on Facebook, Instagram, wherever it is, share it out, 
free spaces, you know, give us a call, let's get you booked in. And what are those spaces for as well? Is it for, you know, a full head foils? Is it for a color? Is it for a tint? Is it for nails, lashes, etc.? Because somebody might just be thinking of a little treat, a little pick me up. They weren't actually thinking about getting their hair done this week, but it might be nice. They've been feeling a bit blue and then they will pick up the phone and they'll phone you. Um, and it's about pushing an urgency as well, not from your end as we need to get these filled up because we're scared. It's about pushing that urgency on making the customer believe that you are so busy. This vacancy that has just come up is super hot and it's not going to stay around forever. So get in quick because we're usually absolutely stacked to the wall. Yeah, and it's really good as well because a lot of customers and clients will assume that we're fully booked and that we can't fit them in. So if they do just think, oh, I'd love to get my nails done today or I'd love to get my hair done today, but I know they'll be busy, I'm not going to bother calling. Yeah. Whereas sometimes when just putting your availability out there, they think, oh, there is a last minute space. So I'll have let, them know. let them know. I always say don't assume to know what your customers think. Um, because it will be so different from the truth, you know, so always I, I say at the salon genie we post once a day at least once a day on our socials and it could be anything it could be something um that we have a vacancy for it could be just to generate conversation so that people remember us but if you have vacancies you know every day if it's daily it's just a quick post go out have vacancies you know we still have spaces today get in touch give us a call they go quickly kind of thing and try and fill them up that way Mm, definitely. So if um, a salon come on board or salon genie, do the phone lines work with just their business hours or is it outside their business hours? How does that work? We run a 24-7 service. Um, we partner with a, a company in New Zealand for um, the real out of hours, two o'clock in the morning type work and on the Sunday, but in-house in the UK, we operate Mondays to Saturdays and we extend the, the, the standard hours as sort of your office hours, 8.30 to 5.30. But again, for the salons, we know that, you know, a couple of nights a week, they might be open later till eight o'clock. So we extend the service, we can extend the service until eight o'clock. And again, on Saturdays, which is notoriously quite a busy day for salons as well, we have full cover from, I think it's nine o'clock until five o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. And, um, a lot of the, a lot of our clients have said to us, you know, do I need to put the phone on divert when I need you to look after the, do I need to let you know that I've diverted the phones to you? No, you don't. It's about as making it as simple for our clients as possible. So put it on divert, leave it on divert so that you don't have to remember when to put it on and take it off. Um, I always do say to salon owners, for goodness sake, please don't let your team know that it's put, that it's permanently on divert because they will learn to not answer the phone. And that's not the purpose of the supports that, that we offer. It's about further enhancing it, but not just relying on that solely. Um, of, of course, you know, they might want to rely on it solely and then that's fine. Um, but yes, yeah, so pop your phones on divert. When the calls come through, they come through and the ladies answer them. All of the information pertaining to that salon will come up on our screens. Um, and if they don't come through, they, they don't come through. Well, then the can salon do like ad hoc. So if they didn't want to do it for every single day, they were open and just wanted to do certain days of the week, or I don't know, say they've got busier days than others. 
is that something that can be done absolutely yes yeah. so um we have salons where they're closed on a monday but they get a lot of calls on a monday um so we'll support them just on a monday and it could be that they're very busy on a thursday and a friday and a saturday so those are the only days that they really need support or it could be that they have a part-time receptionist or a full-time receptionist but oh, sorry a part-time receptionist that only works all day mondays tuesdays and wednesdays but they so again they need thursday fridays and um Sorry, Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays, they need Mondays, Fridays and Saturday support. So we can absolutely do that for them. That's not a problem. It's just a case of putting it on divert when you need it to be on divert. Fabulous, fabulous. So where can people get in touch with... Um, well, the website, uh, we've just had our brand spanking shiny new genie website launched, which looks, which looks amazing. So the website is www.thesalongenie.co.uk. They can contact me directly. My direct dial is 01604-532-320. Or they can email me on my email address, which is hello at thesalongenie.co.uk. And I will pick all of that up. Um, I can give them a call. It's it's not a pressure call. It's not me saying that they've got to sign up today. It's all about let's find out about your salon. Let's find out about you, how you want us to look after you. What what are the pain points? Because it's it's going to vary from each salon. Mm. And I just want to state, obviously, for this recording as well, that we are not affiliated in any sort of way to Salon Genie. I literally just come across you guys and was like, this is amazing. I need to get them on the show and talk more about it. Um, so I just want people to know that this isn't a paid promotion or anything like that. This is literally, I just wanted to find out more to be able to help salon owners because I know what a huge deal it is to have front of house and it's best to outsource that. So. Lizzie, thank you so much for coming on. You're so welcome. Before we do go there, Katie, very quickly, if anybody does hear this podcast and wants to find out more, um, if they get in touch, if they just quote Katie, I will know where they've come from and I will then give them an offer as well. Oh, amazing. That's lovely. Thank you very much. We all love an offer, don't we? We all love an offer and I love salons. I absolutely love dealing with salons. I think they're very, very flowery and creative and, you know, I just love that. I'm, I'm that kind of person. I always think if I was better with my hands and appearances as I should have been working in a salon, but I'm not, so I'll continue to do this. <laughs> Definitely. I love that. Well, thank you very, very much for coming on and taking time. You're welcome. Thank you Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. If you love this episode, please share and tag us on social media at KG Salon. I always follow them. I always follow them. If you're a salon owner and would like to join our membership program, coffee, cake, and chat, get in touch for a space. Be around a like-minded tribe. Have 400 pounds worth of mentoring a month and push yourself to the next level. I love being a part of such a great community. Until next time, have an amazing, successful week.